The following Toku podcast to contain spoilers from both past and present Tokusatsu, anime, manga, movies and other related media. If you do not wish to be spoiled we suggest turning off the podcast now. Otherwise please enjoy the show. Hello everybody, welcome to the Toku podcast, the best show about Tokusatsu you've probably never heard of. I'm your host AJ, that's Jay! And we're going to talk about... I, 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 lo- I lovingly, I should say, I'll put it like this, I lovingly call it wheel spinning the show. <laughs> Ge- Juken Sentai oh, Geki Ranger. Out there, out there already. I'm right. just throwing it out there because I got, look, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this just, just so I can get out of the way. I like the show, but not as much as I did the first time I saw that. And the first time I saw it was like right after Gokaiju, which was like during the airing like during the last few episodes of wizards that was like what 2013 uh about that 2012 2013 around then so it's legitimately been a a hot minute a very hot minute since i've seen this show so and and, you know like things things have changed um well i mean hey it's it's our first sentai episode in two fucking years (laughs) so so let's get right into let's talk about let, let, we're going to go the way we always go. We're, we're going to talk about the characters. We're going to talk about the suits. And we're going to talk about the actual story itself, the way we usually do it. So let's start off with, for the first time, let's start off with our red of the series, John, and why I don't like him. Oh, what? You don't? Oh, my God. Wow. I don't really like him. I didn't. He annoyed the crap out of me for most see, of the show. See, that's the thing. I was going to say, I I would agree with you where he's he's a little annoying, but... I, uh, that's the thing, is that when I went into it, I was like, oh boy, I'm going to be annoyed the hell out of him. And no, I, I don't find him annoying at all. Yeah, he's a little, a little over the top, but considering what else we have, I, I think he's, he's uh, by and far one of the best characters in the show. Uh, see, that's the thing. He's great when he's not doing the whole fucking tardy jungle child shit. When he's when he's not doing that, he's awesome. He's legitimately really good. But when he's doing the the whole like oh I'm antsy antsy or piggy piggy or whatever the fuck he's saying, it just gets really annoying. He's, I think it's because he's yelling all the time. Yeah, he's I I can agree where he's he's a little hyperactive. He's a little much. And again, I said like immediately that oh I think I'm gonna get annoyed by him. And I personally didn't get annoyed by him very much. But I can understand why you're annoyed by him. Um, I, I, I should, yeah, I was going to say, I should preface it with, I don't hate him. Like, he's not like, I, like, uh, what, what's, what's the, what's his face from, uh, Kyoryuger? Uh, Daigo. Daigo. He's not Daigo. Like, I hate Daigo. He's not Daigo. But he's just, he's not really my cup of tea, if that makes sense. <coughs> well, I, I see that's a good, you know first disagreement there i was expecting you would end up liking him to be honest because i thought he was great i mean again yeah he, he can be a little bit annoying um mm. i i think that's the thing is that um a lot of the show is well uh, to give you the brief you know elevator pitch of the show it's you two rival schools of martial arts one's evil and wants to take over the world and the other's the good guys they fight bam you know that's that's the thing I like about Sentai. <laughs> yeah. Sentai plots are simple enough where you can just summarize them in one sentence, you know. Yeah, that's a good thing. That that's that's what I kind of liked about the idea. It's, just, it's a very simple idea. 
Yeah, and uh, that's that's why I liked about uh, Geki Ranger, and that's what I knew. He's like, oh, okay, that's this is the, you know, it's the Chinese martial arts uh, wuxia, I believe the word is. Uh, it's it's a lot like those. So all right, I'm gonna be gonna be interested in this, and well, uh, not necessarily. Um, see, here's the thing: um, uh, the show does follow a lot of the standard tropes and uh, archetypes of the series. Those those kinds of movies those kinds of shows and it it follows them a little little too much and that's that's why i like jan 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 is that um he's not that kind of like archetype he's very much you know not what you would expect in these kinds of shows or these kinds of movies he's you know like we said he's essentially just tarzan you know he's a wacky jungle child who speaks like a moron and he's you know Oh, I'm super nice and happy, and I love animals, and yada yada yada. You know, you don't really get a character like him in those kinds of things, and that's why I ended up liking him at the very least, liking him more than the other two. Yeah, you know, it, when you put it that way, he was the more interesting of them because he—I mean, he's the red, and I—if I—I would say this is probably when the red thing started really getting into it where like people you started focusing a lot more on red because he they, got the lion no pun intended the lion's share of the character development yeah and that's kind of the thing with sentai's yeah it was around this point where the red wankery started to kick into gear it really mostly started with uh with abba ranger but it really wasn't until you know king sentai daigo ranger where it ended up just being <laughs> You know, the red is the only one that matters, and nobody. Dude, else I cares. dread when we have to do that show because uh, I want to rip into I'm... that so fucking hard. <laughs> oh, don't don't jinx it. I don't. I don't know if anybody's actually put it on the wheel, but I, I hope... want to rip into that show so fucking uh. hard. It's because that show pissed me off. But moving on to going back to what we're talking about, like I, I like I said, I don't mind. Like I said, I didn't hate John. I didn't hate him. It's just. He had his moments of just like, all right, I get it. I understand what his character is. I understand who he is. Can we move along? I would agree that there's points where it uh, it goes a little overboard. It, it does kind of vary his level of intelligence most episodes. Where some episodes, oh, he's, it does. He's you know he's your stock shonen protagonist, but he you know then he'll throw in one or two like uh, Tarzan speak words, and then there's some episodes where he's like literally subhuman tier intelligence. <laughs> it's true it's like like it's it's that it's that jarring of a change sometimes where it's like oh you you you're a jungle kid but you're at least learning to yeah like you said like oh he's just back to be a fucking preschooler and, and, and I'll, I'll give the show this much where uh, during the later parts of the show he's he's more of like normal person type of intelligence kind of character unlike in the earlier episodes uh-huh. where he's just a complete dumbass and again, it's not that it's a bad thing that he's stupid, or it's a bad thing that he's like, you know, again, that he's, you know, the Tarzan character. It's just that the show isn't exactly consistent with him becoming more no- civilized, I guess, you know, more of a normal human being. And that, that is really my, my yeah. own kind of major gripe with Jen. Uh, I Again, I expected to find him absolutely annoying by the end, and no, I ended up liking him a lot. Mm. but i think yeah i could see that i think the problem is that who else we have to deal with is 
Well, well, let's talk about Ret- lactose and woman. Let's talk about uh, Retsu and Ron. What the fuck are their characters? Uh, so, Retsu is okay. So Retsu's character, from what from what I I had to uh, I I got out of the show is he's anal except he's not except sometimes he is except sometimes he's a painter except sometimes he forgets he's artistic because he doesn't know how to do anything artsy i don't know <laughs> and ron see, is woman uh, see that's that, that was kind of my major gripe when the the not only necessarily early parts more or less but just the entire show is that retsu and ron have absolutely no character at all to speak of like retsu has a little bit of a character where you know in terms of the you know again the the martial arts type story you'd expect retsu to be yeah. the, the for lack of a better description the arrogant kung fu guy rifle rival character where you know he's he's the guy who's been at the dojo for the longest and he's got all the cool techniques and he's up you know he's the master's favorite and blah 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 and then in come, yeah he doesn't like this new kid and then yeah. here comes the new kid who styles all over him and you know he's way better at him technically and he's just you know he's just <laughs> You know, he hates him because he's cooler than him, more or less. Throwing a huge <coughs> drop about it and all that shit. Yeah, yeah like, that, that that makes sense. It's just... It, it, it almost feels like they kind of dropped that, like, immediately. That's the thing, is that he, he never really, like, is that character. Even when he first meets Jan, he's, he's just like, oh, okay, whatever. And he doesn't really, like... Like, he's kind it. of annoyed at him but at first. Like, at first he's, like, a little bit annoyed where he's like, oh, my God, we got this guy here. Oh, he's he's ruining everything. He's fucking everything up. But then almost, like, with, I, I would say within three episodes, he just drops that. Yeah, and it, just, it never even really comes up. And then, you know, like you mentioned, there's that thing where he's like, oh, he's a painter. And it's like, his thing is that, oh, he's, you know, he's got all these cool techniques and he's the one who's got the most skill with, uh, the you know, the... The martial arts, the Gekiju Ken and all that. And it doesn't really come up all that, that he's a, like a painter, that he's an artist. Like, okay, you would no, expect like, oh, the artist character who is a martial artist, you know, they, they'd incorporate a lot of like artsy kind of like moves and techniques and stuff like that into their, their things. Like they do like artsy stances or they do really like eccentric poses and stuff. No, not really. I mean, his, his poses and techniques are no more eccentric than everybody else's. And he's, yeah, that's that's kind of the problem with a lot of. I I wouldn't even say it's just him. It would also go right into uh, Ron because there there there's nothing to really to talk about between both of them. So we can talk. There's about even them at the same there's time. even less to talk about with Ron because what is Ron's character? She's just the f- girl. The fuck does she even do? Like, like I okay. I don't really care much for Retsu as a character. He's just fine. He's alright. He he exists, but. You know, at least he has some episodes to kind of show what his character is, what his personality is attempting to be. Okay, let me rephrase that. At least Retsu has episodes. At least he has episodes <laughs> at all. <laughs> Ron, Ron has two episodes that I know of. She, that is where her mom comes in and says, her get married. She has three fucking episodes. She's got one right what? at the beginning <laughs> to introduce her that all Sentai shows have. She's got the one, the obligatory, everybody else gets de-aged episode. And then there's the obligatory, parent shows up and makes everybody's life a living hell episode. And that's it. Yeah, it's, her, her, her main thing is, I don't, wanna, I don't feel like getting married, having kids is alright, and I can punch. She's, that, that is what I got out of her. Like, 
there's a couple times where like her her bit is that she's her her little tagline is honest heart and then she's just they play with it a bit where she's oh she's just super blunt and like kind of a like a jerk sometimes but even that doesn't really come up yeah it just kind of gets lost she just she just exists it's so and it's not like she's a bad character which would imply no. she has a character but it's just <laughs> she just exists she it's a, it's that's the thing like it's like you said she's not a bad character at all she's not it's just what what do I do here like what do we got at what do we got out of her like at, at least with Retsu he has a connection to the one of the extra rangers he has a reason to want to be a Geki ranger and he at least has that little bit about him about being an artist which so he's into that stuff but with Ron it's like She's into ramen, and she can punch. And she she mentioned that's it. one time that she likes wrestling, and that's it. And it's never elaborated on or expanded on at all. Yeah, that's it. I was thinking they were going to have a wrestling episode. I, like, legit. I expected that episode to be a wrestling episode, but no, it wasn't. Like, you would think with all these, like, different, uh, like, like martial arts styles and stuff, there would be a wrestling episode. Like, somebody in there would be a wrestler. I'd be like, fuck yeah, I'd be totally into that. Get Tanahashi on the phone. Right? But, but that's the thing, like, oh, actually, no, he's a chat. He doesn't give a shit about Sentai. So, uh, <laughs> but, like, that's the thing. None of that happens with her. And she's, and like I said, her character is girl. That is her character. She is the woman. More or less. That's all I got. And it's it's not even like a negative way where it's like oh she's just the girly girl character it's she just does not have any personality beyond I am female character that's it <laughs> I am the female it's not even like she's like stereotypically like girl character she's just I am character I am girl insert personality here oh god she is it's awful and it's it just it makes the show so boring to watch. She makes the show boring. Not even just she's like her. Legitimately it. It's just oh, that's really my biggest gripe about this show is that I don't give a shit about half of our heroes. They're just boring characters, so their plots are just boring. It, it gets bad because, and we'll get into this when I start, when we start talking about the other characters. There, I counted three times before the actual ending where this show could have ended, and I would have been fine with it. Three times, and it, and every time that it kept going, I'm not gonna lie, I started feeling the length hard, mm. hard. And this show is 49 episodes, so it you really, can tell yeah. if I'm already, yeah, if I start feeling that. The show is going too long at episode 25. That's bad. Yeah, it, that's a little bit of a problem there, too, is that most of the interesting stuff has very little screen time. And then by the time it starts getting more screen time, oh, we've we've blown our load with the, the payoff here. And now it's just, well, what do we do to fill our time till the next payoff, the next big climax? And it's, uh, I don't know. So... The, the, we have the last two characters. There's uh, Geki Violet, uh, Go, who's Retsu's brother, who, by the way, uh, I did not go in knowing that he was going to be the Violet Ranger. Um, I 
literally the second he mentioned that Retsu mentioned had he had a brother who was also a Gekiju Ken user, I knew immediately he was going to be the Purple Ranger. Because it's yeah. it was just that obvious. I, I didn't expect the whole furry part of him, you know, being a werewolf. He was a werewolf yeah. for like three episodes and then they didn't bring it up again. <laughs> yeah, kinda. He also has pretty much nothing to do. He is just there. He's closer to the arrogant kung fu guy character that you would expect Retsu to be. But even then, he's like, he's not really arrogant. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah. And it's not even like, it's not even like he's a dick to like Red. He's just a dick to his brother because reasons like there's, there's their flashback where it's like. Retsu, you're a little bitch. I don't want you to be a Gekijuken user like me, promise. He's like, okay, brother. And then he gives up on that. He's like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll be it. And there's the one episode where they have a conflict about it, and then it's kind of never brought up. And it's... Yeah. It's not that I don't like him. He's a fun character. It's just he's... He's just kind of... Meh. He's another one who is just kind of there. Yeah, he he was just kind of there. I didn't really use him too much. Like, there's the thing where, okay, so you know he was part of a team with uh, uh their their manager, more or less, their uh, the mission control lady Miki, and um and their big bad Leo, and they don't even really do anything with that nature. Like him being you know the best friend of the big bad, it's he's not even like his rival. He just kind of exists. To Leo. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing about it. It's like they they mentioned him being like friends with him earlier, but the, again, they don't do anything with that. Where it's like, oh, you're you're like at least rivals. You're something. No, he even says himself, oh, I guess I'm not really anything. I guess fuck it. Yeah, I mean, even granted, by that point, it was like episode like 25. By the time he showed up, and Leo was already like laser-guided hatred focused on you know john (laughs) John, he had a huge hate he was just like i don't i don't care about you anymore i have a new rival who's cooler and he makes pancakes for me (laughs) (laughs) they're evil pancakes basically so so go just kind of doesn't really have anything to do most of the time which is a shame because i liked him i liked his costume i think it was probably one of the better costumes him being a purple ranger was really neat and they didn't really do too much with that because he was the very first purple ranger and like they don't really play that up at all like there's there's nothing exciting about him to make that like oh wow a brand new color guys look at this and it's just like now nah, he's just he's just the new ranger whatever yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because like you would think, you know, purple. Wow, it's it's purple. That's that's something you don't really see every day. And then it's just, oh, whatever. Like even fucking um, Tokyuger when they introduced uh, Tokyu Six, he was orange. They hadn't done an orange ranger since the fucking seventies. They even they, they played it up with him. Gek Violet. No, he's just, I don't know, I'm purple. Whatever. And purple, 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 purple. That that was it. And it was really annoying because, like, and like you said, I like his, I like his suit. His suit's actually really fucking awesome. I like Go. I like his character. I like his suit. I like his fighting style. He's got a little bit of like wrestling in there, or a little bit of a mix of everything. Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Yeah, a, a mix of a whole lot of stuff, and it's, and then he just doesn't really have anything to do, and it's it's a shame. But see, that's that's the problem with, 
pretty much every character in this show, besides John, of course, they are given a kernel of something, except for Ron. They're given a kernel of something to do. They do it, they finish it, they blow it off, and then for the rest of the show, they're just there to tell John, you're cool! That's it. And, and it's so annoying. That's kind of the uh, the early symptoms of what Sendai has become nowadays, but it's not super egregious. It's not like it's, you know, oh, we don't do anything, we get our one episode, and then we never do anything. They try to do stuff for them. It's just, they don't they don't matter. They're not interesting, so I don't care. Yeah, right? But I do. I mean, it, to be fair with Go... With Go, to be it, would, it also didn't help that his actor at the beginning was fucking terrible. Yeah, he's he's pretty pretty flat. Then again, so he was Retsu, terrible. So I, guess, I guess it runs in the fictional family. Ha! But I do care about our last ranger, uh, Ken Geki Chopper. Geki fucking Chopper. Geki goddamn Chopper. What the most based man in this show? The single, and he did not get an, enough screen time. The single best character in this entire series god damn what a douchebag i love him. he's amazing he's such an asshole constantly he's just the worst human being and it's great it's not like he's not like like sukasa kind of asshole where he's just he's just a dick constantly and everybody loves him no ken is just like the most like awful human being to be around he's from episode one he's just like a huge narcissist he's a lazy jerk he's a womanizer his first episode alone has him trying to murder jan with a friggin truck because he stole his snack (laughs) oh my god i remember that tried to fucking (laughs) run him over and then going off of that there's oh hey jan what happened to that uh no i said john Hey Ken, what happened to that cool magic sword that I gave you to uh, to hold on to? It's like, oh, I sold it. Sorry. It's like, hey John, what about the uh, the secret village that holds the secret god king of the the Geki Juken when I that I told you to find? It's like, I uh, gave up on it. I got bored. Sorry. It's just constantly. <laughs> he's just such a piece of garbage, and I love. Can, can it. I just mention that? Wait, actually, let me think. If. In essence, if I'm if I'm doing my math right, let me see. A thousand is ten. Ten. Yeah, he sold the fucking sword for a for a thousand dollars. Well, <laughs> pretty much. A thousand dollars for a, an ancient mystical demon sword. Yeah, just sell it for a thousand bucks. Look, I never said he was smart. Okay. <laughs> he said, but that's the thing. He's just a complete. You know, I'm starting to notice. A pattern between the best characters in shows because him and Ken, because Ken and Otoya share a lot of fucking similarities. And it's funny because both of them ended up being in uh, shows that are not nearly as good after their show ended. Then again, uh, I think Otoya had an upgrade, whereas Ken had a downgrade because uh, he was, was in Ghost. Was Ken in? Oh my god! He was. Uh, he, Wait, was ja- the- he was. He uh, was Javert. Remember? D- Oh my god, yeah, dude. Holy shit, dude, I fucking forgot. <laughs> to be fair, I would have forgotten that character exists, too. Um, yeah, Holy shit, I completely forgot about he does, that. He, he really changed a lot in the, what was it, five or six years, I guess? Granted, that's that's uh, that's what you get with a lot of, you know, not fully Japanese actors, where they, they tend to age a little differently than normal Asian people, so... 
It's true. I but yeah, Ken is just such an entertaining dumpster fire of a human, and he really makes the last half of the show absolutely fun. He's great. Like I think, you know, well, I think like one of his best episodes was the Christmas episode. Like uh, that comes out of yeah, fucking he's, nowhere. And he's he's like, somehow. Oh hey kid, you want to see your a dead Christmas mom? Christmas episode. <laughs> he made the Christmas episode fun. The Christmas episode. He's like, oh hey never kid, fun. you want to see your you want to see your dead mom? Let me dress up as her and make fun of you. <laughs> He he goes up to this he goes up to this random white kid who's just there for no reason, and he's just like, "Oh hey kid, what's wrong with you?" And the kid's like, "I hate Christmas in perfect English." And he's like, "Oh okay, I get it. You're just poor. Let's throw you a Christmas party." Because he doesn't understand English at all. And his just I love just it. the entire episode is him being wrong about what this kid says and just constantly making things worse. And it's great. Uh. That that kid sounded way too much like Jake Lloyd for comfort. He looked a little bit too much like Jake Lloyd to be fair. Oh god. I will say though, he did give me my favorite one of my favorite scenes of the entire show. I have no idea what you guys are <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah, where Ken's just like he's trying to solve the kid's problem and he's just like, I don't understand what you're saying. And then of then of course Ken's just like, What do you say? I don't know what he's just said, man. <laughs> The whole that the whole that whole episode was great, but yeah, Ken Ken was fucking great. Was he was great, but at the same time, he didn't have anything to fucking do either. Yeah, he he did start to uh, again. He she showed up pretty late into the show, so he didn't really have a whole lot of time to really get to do anything, which is really a big shame. And so, uh, I guess we'll go. I guess we'll go right into our villains. Who our villains also had more things to do really the villains were the best part of the show for for most of it because they they continuously had the most interesting plot lines yeah it was weird to think that but yeah the villains had the again they, they well, had again the they had the plot lines they didn't you know yeah they had the plot <laughs> which is weird to say but yeah the villains of the show had the plot the heroes didn't have much plot and that's, again, why I kind of was really just losing interest early on in the show. Because all of the interesting stuff happened with, okay, here's the villains and they're trying to, you know... That's really the, the, the big problem with the way the story is told, is that the villain plots don't have anything to do with the, the Monster of the Week stuff at all most of the time. Where most of the time the plot of the episode is... Leo and Melee are doing something or other, and we're just going to send a monster off to cause trouble while we do that, because uh, we need a monster. And so when they're doing Yeah, stuff, that's the weirdest thing about it. Like, usually the Monsters of the Week are there to further the villain's game, but really the Monsters of the Week were just there to pretty much just do it for themselves. Pretty much. I mean, like, that, that's again, you know, it's it's pretty simplistic there, where they're the evil kung fu school and they want to take over the world. All right. Works for me. Uh, it's fine. The Rinju guy, the Rinju villains are fun. I like their designs. They're uh, pretty bog standard. Here's a villain based on an animal design, and <coughs> they're fun. They're a little bit of quirkiness, a little bit of that. It's it's pretty stock villain stuff, you know. But it's it's Leo and Melee who really end up taking the show. It's <coughs> and it's a shame that they don't, you know, because they're the villains, they don't get as much screen time. See, this was this was the uh, the annoying thing for me, is that they don't they either don't get enough screen time, or 
once it really starts getting interesting with them, the fucking show is just like, all right, let's go back to the villain of the week stuff. Never mind. Yeah. Like, it, it, it gets schizophrenic after a while where I'm just like, all right, I get it, but can we just stick to one person? Can we stick to just, you know, one, uh, just one story at a time? Because if you keep doing this back and forth, it just starts losing me hard. Yeah. And it's, it's a shame because, you know, there's so little that gets focused on them. The plot takes so long to, like, actually develop and it takes so long for it to just get interesting like i was on episode like 14 or so and i was like i went i you know i can't believe i'm saying this i went on sentai general on m which i never do unless i'm trying to download something and i was like do you guys even like this show because i'm like 14 episodes in, i'm bored out of my fucking mind because that's that's the thing is that geki ranger is one of those shows that nobody talks about nobody ever brings it up nobody ever yeah. talks about it. nobody discusses it nobody ever is like oh hey i remember this thing from this show it just exists it's just there you know and you know occasionally it'll get it brought up and people really you know really talk about it and really you know like it so i was like okay well you know the few people who have seen it think it's good and it's i i'm not interested at all in it so it's just Hey, is do you guys even is this show even good? Does it get better? And they were just like, "Well, if you don't already like it now, you're probably not going to like it later." I'm like, "Thanks, assholes." You Ooh, know, that's not that's see when I hear that, I usually take it very seriously because it usually is true. Well, I don't I don't remember exactly what the random anon responded me to, so it was just like I was like, "Does this show get interesting?" at any point and he's just like well if you're not already interested in like the villain stuff i mean you probably not so i'm like i mean i kind of am whatever and thankfully after that point the show just start you know getting a little bit more interesting but it's a little too little too late i guess not necessarily that kind of phrasing there that's probably not the right way to put it but it's i i i, I said it like see i i said it jokingly at the beginning but I, i'll say it again here because it's true this show in essence, is wheel spinning the show because it feels like every time it's about to start getting to start get going, every time it's about to like really really start picking up its pace, it feels like okay, we'll, we'll hold up, hold up, we gotta stop, we gotta stop, we gotta slow down because if we do, we'll blow it before episode forty nine. Like that's how it always fucking felt. That how that's how it felt with the arc. With you know what? Let's before before we talk about the arcs, let's actually talk about the actual villains. You know, Leo and Melee, the the main villains. So Leo. Leo is fine. Uh, as a villain, he's, again, he's pretty stuck. Uh, kung fu big bad villain who wants to take over the world because he wants to be the strongest. You know, it's fine. I'm not going to say he's you know, needs to be anything more complex or anything deep than that. It's, you know, standard. He's good. I like his actor. I like his character, even though, again, he's a pretty basic villain. Uh, and then there's Melee, who is... Um, Melee is... Uh, what we kids in the business call a thought. <laughs> uh, she, yes. Her entire character is essentially revolving around Leo's dick. Um, she, this she woman straight will up, live and die for that dick. She straight up calls herself his love warrior. Uh, if that tells you anything about what kind of character she is. And it's not that she's a bad character. I love Melee. You know, she's it's great. fun. She's a fun villain. She's a she's kind of you know she's the 
the female kung fu villain, I guess. You know, I guess that's the best way to put it. Again, she's relatively simple, but she's not bad. She's fun. Yeah. I enjoy her. It's just her character pretty much mostly revolves around I want that lion dick. Uh, so I'm going to do evil things to impress you, and he's just not interested at all in her. For the most part, until the very end. Where until we like to. the very end of the show, but well, that's that, that's that's later. But but yeah, it's, it's like you said, like she she has really nothing. Again, she, she's another one who doesn't have much to do other than I just want Leo. I want Leo's dick. It's, and that's I, I want to it. do whatever it makes him happy, so I'm going to help him take over the world. And it's not that that's a bad thing. She has a personality. She's she's a little silly sometimes. She's fairly serious. She's a, you know, I fight fair. You know, I'm not going to try dirty tricks because I'm not an asshole villain. You know, it's fine. I like her. And there's not much for her really to do, but it's, you know, she's fine. I like her. I don't really know how to describe it other than that. Well, well that's why. It's just... She's fine. She's just fine. That's really it. That's all. That's all. That's all. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, and again, like I said, Leo, I, I liked him a lot because he had, again, he had basically most of the fucking character development. And, you know, you kind of feel a little bit bad for him at the end because, you know, it's all shit. He, he went through all this shit. But here's, here's where I will diverge. And I don't know if people are going to agree with me or not. I don't think Leo should have become a good guy because they did not really they, – they had kernels, yes, but they didn't do enough to make me believe that he would turn good, if that I, makes sense. I think the problem is that his his face turn comes so, like, not necessarily abruptly. It's just it comes so close to the end of the show, and then he literally dies the next episode, is that he has absolutely no time to, like – develop to as a character and make it seem like his his heel turn or not heel turn face turn is genuine yeah like there's no reason for him to go good at this point no like uh, that's the thing is you know okay let's team up and stop the guy who was fucking with us and try actually trying to take over the world you know and then that goes from there and tries to become a good guy Uh, that would be fine but it's there's so little you know time for him to develop as becoming a good person that just kind of it's just abrupt and there's there's a little bit of it's like okay we're gonna i need to atone for our sins so we need to have you know the the kung fu battle of judgment or whatever the hell i think they literally just called it the judgment battle or something judgment fist yeah yeah and he's the one who proposes the idea straight up so it's uh, you know I don't necessarily say that I didn't think it was genuine, but I do agree that it needed more time to develop naturally. Because it really did feel like, again, not that it came out of nowhere. It felt like, all right, I get it. I'm trying to think of a good way to explain it. It's not that you think it's uh, unearned. It's just that he didn't. Okay, no, let me rephrase that. It's not that you don't. It, it think felt he, too flip floppy. Yeah, it's not that you don't think he deserved it. It's just that he didn't do enough to really earn it. I guess. Y- basically, like it felt. To, it, it was at a certain point where I was just like, "Would he really go good?" I don't think so. I'm, I think he was too bad at that point to really go good. I I disagree. I do think that 
he probably would have had there been more time for him to like actually make the decision rather than him deciding in one episode that he's going to become a good guy again. So that, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I guess going from there, Melee really doesn't have any real reason to go good other than, well, Leo went good and I'm going to do whatever he wants. Which is weird, especially because they're 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 one of the few villains that like turn good to the point where the show essentially not only the show the franchise essentially treats them as honorary honorary geki rangers the fuck's sakes they got ranger yeah keys. they got fucking ranger keys name one fucking but villain that's, that but that's what i'm get. saying like they they didn't feel like they again they again they don't feel like they really earned it because again leo at a certain point just felt all right i i can see what they're doing with it but you're doing it too late like, if they had started doing this after the Savage Key arc, I think that would have been fine. Because you have half the you have half the show to do this with. And that's okay. Yeah, especially when you introduce, you know, the the obligatory man behind the man, the secret advisor who's actually the real big bad type villain. Yeah. So I think had they started a little bit of him trying to turn good then, it would have made more sense. But it's, uh, again, not to say that I say it doesn't make sense. I agree that it would make sense. It's just it's not enough time really to fully flesh it out. Yeah, so guess, that's, that's basically it. Mentioning, mentioning that villain, we have Long, uh, who, who's weird because I can't like thinking like, oh, where do I know this guy from? He's, you know, he was, you know, this guy in this show, right? No, I like, I looked it up. He was in, he was in one episode of double as the monster of the week. And that's it. It's weird. Uh, I, it, it, did he do anything else? Not that I remember. At least not within not within our realm of influence, I guess. Um, huh. He yeah, which is weird. Um, Long as a villain, he's again he's the very standard mysterious advisor villain who actually takes over control kind of guy. You know, he's he's got the ulterior motives. He's the the man behind the man. Again. Not bad. I like him. He's a pretty entertaining character. He's yeah, piece of shit villain. You know, it's just again that that's really the problem with a lot of the characters in the show is that they're they're just kind of the archetypes of you know kung fu movies, kung fu shows, and they're done well for the most part. Yeah, it's just there's not much to them other than they are this archetype. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like they're. They're fine for what they are. It's just, if you're not going to try and transcend the archetypes, your show should not be 49 fucking episodes. Yeah. The, the, there is not enough in this show that requires 49 episodes. I I just, no. No, no, no. It's, that's just, that's inflating it for the sake of inflating it, which, again, I know it's probably a mandate. I know it's probably something that Toei is saying, no, you gotta make it 49. I get it. But no, this this show, fuck off. Like like I said, towards the right before Geki Chopper gets introduced, I was so bored. I was like, all right. Well, the problem is that like right when Geki Chopper gets introduced is, you know, we've already had one climax with our power up episode. The power up episode that comes out before the extra rangers are introduced, which is bizarre. Uh, not necessarily the fact that it came. 20 episodes into the show but the fact that it came before any extra rangers were introduced which is just weird 
Which kind of makes the power-ups look weaker in comparison. A little bit. And then it's right before, oh, well, we ki- we you know we defeated the uh, the three big bad guy villains, and then we have 13 episodes left. That's my that's yeah. really the problem is that like you know like you said you know the show keeps feeling like it's about to end you know they build up these great climaxes and it just kind of keeps going. Yeah, like when when they beat when they beat uh when they first got their power ups, that felt like all right that's fine. When they beat the when they beat Maku, that was fine as well. When they um when when they beat Leo for the first time, that was fine too. When they beat Long. All right, let's just end it here. Thank you. No, then he has to come back again. I'm like, yeah. Let's just fucking stop. Yeah, I'm it, so done. It got a little, little, little obnoxious. Um, what was I saying? Uh, and that's that's really the problem with the show. Is just it's everything in between those like arcs, those climaxes. It's just boring. I don't care. It's wheel spinning. Yeah. And, and and I hate to and I hate to use that term because it's always very negative and it's true it's still negative here. Every single time, there are episodes in between, and those episodes can be entertaining for the most part. They can be entertaining, but when you have me just skipping through the fight scenes because I don't care about what's going on, that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah, and. <laughs> It's not like, yeah, like you said, it's not like any of like the, I'm not going to say filler, not like the, the in-between episodes are bad. Some of them are fine. It's just, I, I often just kind of aren't interested in what's going on. So it's, you know, whatever. It's again, when I, when I was trying to look down at my phone more than I am at the screen, you're doing something wrong. I was about to say the same thing is that like, I was having trouble like focusing at all throughout most of the plots and it's. That's kind of bad. Is just that there really isn't anything to hook me on other than here's the villains. So and and it makes me sad because I, I I liked the idea of a lot of this stuff. It's just I just couldn't fucking care. That's really yeah. That's really the best way to say it, is that it's not that they're bad. It's not that they're done bad. It's not that it's you know poorly told. It's not that it's badly written. It's just there's nothing interesting there's nothing unique about it's very standard it's standard which is why i said at the beginning it's fine if you want to make these things archetypes but if you want to stretch that to 49 episodes you need to be a bit smarter because like let's talk about a little bit more about like certain certain arcs now because like the savage key arc that power up I, I get that it's like the mid-season power-up and whatever, but th- after that fucking amazing fucking fight scene, that amazing climax, it just feels like that's it. It almost feels really, it almost feels like y- you'd have to squint your eyes a bit, but it's, this feels like three movies in the same series. A little bit. Just a little bit. Because you, you got the first, uh, the first third where you introduce, you know, two of the three big bads. And it leads up to the the big climactic fight where they get the power up for him, uh, and then you introduce the third of the big bads, and then you know we lead up to the final battle with him, and everybody gets their their super ultra mega mech, and that's it. And then there's the last one where we introduce the entirely brand new villains, and then it leads up to the finale. And I understand that you know we got three kind of 
clear arcs. It's not that it's bad. It's just it's uh, the the payoffs of each arc. It's just it's uh, everything that comes after that. It just it tries to build up again to that point, and it just gets kind of exhausting. It, and, and it feels like there's no need for it. It just doesn't feel like there's any need for it to be. I I guess structured that way, because the entire time I'm sitting there and I'm thinking. Why does this have to be here? You know what it feels. It feels like the the writer of the show was told, "Okay, you need to do this. All right, but now but now you have to keep it going." Well, I double How? checked. No, but just keep it going. He's the same guy who wrote Ghostager. Ghostager. So. Oh that, fuck! Yeah, like, I was about to say, no fucking wonder I'm so bored half the time. It's the same guy who wrote that. Um, I'll, I'll say this much: at least it didn't actually put me to sleep. like Ghostager. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, I never Ghostager. I I said this before. Ghostager, Ghostager, legitimately, I I I I have this thing where I can make the fucking episodes just go on fucking marathon, and I I am not gonna lie, I actually fell asleep and I missed like five episodes and I didn't miss anything. <laughs> it was quite refreshing. Yeah. So, uh, that's yeah, that's really the problem is that it's. Everything in between these kind of like big climactic arcs is just not interesting at all. So I, I just kind of end up tuning out, and I try not to, but it's just it doesn't really grab my attention. It, it kind of makes me feel bad because I'm just like I, I like the idea. I I love you know anyone who knows me knows I love kung fu movies. Oh you me know, too. I love Jackie Chan. I love I love all that shit. But fuck. Oh, I got like I was legitimately sitting there just like listening. And, you know, I, I don't know Japanese, so of course I don't know what they're saying. But I'm just like looking at my phone, texting people. Oh, that happened. Yeah, I guess whatever. Uh, oh, episode's over. Got changes to the next one. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how it, that's what it was like after one. I just felt like I shouldn't I shouldn't be feeling that. Yeah, I would I would agree there. Uh, granted, I once it starts hitting like the last like ten or so episodes, I started paying attention a little bit more. But uh, again, of course, it's but just, like that's because I had to. Well, not necessarily because I had to. I did think like the last like last couple episodes started to get really interesting. But it's just I really just like was struggling to like stay focused on the show. Almost I, I, again, I feel bad about it, just the same as you do. And it's it's not that like I think it's bad. I just I don't really. It's just not that care. good. It just wasn't that good. No. And, so I guess I guess before we talk about like the actual ending ending, which I, I think was actually a pretty alright ending. Well, well, you can we can uh, round out our our cast. So we've got uh, Mission Control oh, Miki, right. who is uh, a, she kind of exists. Uh, she, she's, she's something. She I, does a thing. I liked her. She doesn't really do a whole lot. But, you know, she's the mission control. She, they, they never do that. They never do anything, really. So uh, There's the seven sages that they all learn stuff from. There's, uh, there's Shaf- Sharky Chan. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get, that's all you need to know. We'll get to Sharky Chan because he's great. No, that's all you need to know. It's Sharky Chan. <laughs> okay. that's, that's it. Well, what about Bat Lee? All right. What about him? What about Batley was boring as balls. Batley was Char, goddammit. All right, he was voiced by Char. All right, we I need know, to talk but about Char's it. boring as balls in the in the show. <laughs> so okay, so there's there's their main mentor Shafu, who is a big cat man. He's he's uh, I mean again, he's kind of the standard uh, whimsical kung fu mentor guy. He's great. I like him. Again, 
he's one of the better done archetypes in the show. Uh, they play with the fact that he's a giant cat man a lot, which is funny. You know, they're like, oh, they were, here we are playing with catnip, you know, giving him cat toys and giving him like belly rubs and scratching another's chin and stuff like that. How, how cute. Exactly. There's a great bit in the uh, the crossover with Bo Kenger where uh, Bo Ken Yellow starts like really like heavily petting and scratching him. They try to pull him off, pull her off him. And he's just like, no, don't stop. And everybody's just like, the room just gets really silent and they just stare at him for like a couple of seconds. It just gets really awkward. <laughs> yeah. But so, by the way, I, I didn't watch just so anyone else. I didn't watch the, uh, the episode or the, the movie. Yeah. I, I decided I had a little bit extra time. So I watched the, uh, the crossover movies. They're fine. They're standard crossover fare. I'll give the, the Bo Kendra one credit where it's the, one of the few crossover movies where the plot doesn't revolve around, oh, hey, here's this villain from previous show that we decided to never mention or allude to at all, and now he's back. Uh, and deal with it, kids. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're standard crossover fare. Um, so there, and then there's the rest of the sages. There's uh, Master El... What the fuck was his name? I could never remember his name. The elephant dude. Uh, Elfong. Elfong. Elfong, who's a dirty old pervert. Uh, as you do, you know, uh, all, all of the sages are voiced by like old school, like mecha anime protagonists, more or less. Yeah, I noticed that. That was actually really weird. So you've got, so let me double check on something actually real quick because I forgot to write it down. Um, so you've got fucking, uh, who was this? Actually, sorry. Sorry, I probably should have wrote this down. I'm stupid. Power of editing, Jay. Don't yeah. worry. No, okay. I was gonna say something, so I was wrong. All right. So you've got uh, Shafu, who is uh, Degwin from uh, Gundam. Uh, you've got Bat Lee, who was again Shar. Uh, Ella Hung was um, I forget the character's name, but he was the red dude from Voltron. You've got okay the best the best of the sages, Sharky Chan. Uh, that is his name. Uh, who's, yes, whose voice is, is, is that? Is his name? He's he's kind of an idiot, uh, and he's voiced by Koji Motherfucking Kabuto from Mazinger Z. This is true. Uh, I, I just love I just love I just love Sharky Chan in concept. He's he's such a great character. All of the sages are really great. Uh, well, most of them. The the penguin lady is kind of boring. Um... I don't even know what the penguin lady was supposed to do. She was just there, and I was just she, like, "Yeah, you exist, I guess." Yeah, the ones that gave them the uh, the super forms were they kind of just existed. Uh, Pion Bao, uh, he was like a gazelle man. He was cool. He he was kind of arrogant, but he didn't really have much of a personality. Uh, voiced by Trunks. Uh, you had yeah, I know, I knew, I I real, I recognize that fucking voice. Uh, there's there's Gory Yen. Are you noticing a trend with these names? Donnie Yen, Jet Li, Jackie Chan. No, 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 Jay. You gotta hit me harder in the head with these. Laugh, damn it. You gotta hit me harder at the top of my head with these fucking things. Alright. Uh, so there's there's Gory Yen, who's uh, kind of boring as a character. Uh, he was... Fuck, I wrote down his name. Um, uh, he was uh, Ryuzaburo Otomo, who was in fucking everything. Um, as you do. Yeah, uh, and then there was the Penguin Lady, who existed. Uh, she's... Michelle Pang. 
Michelle Pengu was her name, Jay. I'll have you know. Well, sorry I offended your favorite character. Obviously, she had the most dense fucking character in this show. You know what? Yeah. Just don't understand. You don't understand Michelle Pengu. I must have must have just not read that uh, that part of the script. You must have not read that fan fiction or no that fucking novel that. Fucking Inoue released on Michelle Pang. <laughs> Inoue, who has never been associated with the show in any way, shape, or form. No, don't worry. He It was like she ate mud or something. <laughs> like in the Ryuki no- Oh, no, no. In the Ryuki novel, he ate shit. Like little shit. <laughs> fucking Ojo. That would be a fucking twist. Oh, yeah. oh dude, that'd be great. Uh, but yeah, so. For the most part, they're all whatever. Oh, there's Bian Biao. I, I mentioned him, Biao. yeah. He's, uh. Oh, yeah. Again, they're all pretty bog standard archetypes of your your generic kung fu sages. Like yeah, Bat Lee is uh, he's the the shut in kind of not necessarily like pessimistic, but he's just kind of like he's the the guy that you think is supposed to be really spiritual and deep, but really he's just kind of like introverted and doesn't really like to talk to people. Uh, there's yeah, Sharky Chan, who's an idiot. Uh, Leave Sharky Chan alone. He does his he does his best. Look, I am not saying he's bad. He is the best of the the sages. He he even said himself he did his best. He did his best. <laughs> he did his best, uh, Jay. John Bao. Um, he's just kind of he's just kind of a dick. He's just kind of a dick. Yeah, which is f- because he starts hanging out with Ken the most. So you know they play off each other great. Uh, and Gorian is um, boring. He yeah, he's just a little boring, but I liked him at the very least. So I, I'll say this, okay? Before we get into the ending, I'll say this: the suits in the show, no, the budget of the show must have been really high because everything looked good. Oh yeah, for the most part, suits were great. The fights were really good. There's a lot of lot of wire food. Wire food. I, I thought they were gonna end. I thought they were gonna stop using that after like episode three or whatever. No, that that was consistent. No, yeah, they were pr- really consistent with that, which was nice. Uh, a lot of really well choreographed fight scenes i forget who directed the show but um all pretty well done all really well orchestrated all really well put together you know the fight scenes were relatively interesting it's just again i didn't really care about the plots too much so i kind of just didn't really pay attention to them too much which is a shame it's it's one of those things where like if i don't care about the fight if i don't care about the story i don't care about the fight exactly like but see that's 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 what that's what really pissed me off about Get Here Ranger. You have a great idea, you have good fights, good suits, good if, good effects for the most part was you know, besides the CG, but this was like what, two thousand two thousand and nine? Seven, actually, geez. Two thousand seven Toei CG, I should say. And it's like, yeah, I can understand some of the shit's not gonna look good, but at the same time, you have a lot of great things going for it. And by the end of it, I just thought to myself, "Is it done? Are we are we done? Can I go home? Can I stop?" Cause, and I hate to think that way because I I like the idea. I I remember liking the show a lot more than I did when I was like when I first saw it. But then again, that was a long ass time ago, and who knows what I was doing at that time. <laughs> That's true. Like. To get into the ending, because let's get into the ending, because there's like 50 of them, but there is actually an ending. Don't worry about it. There oh, and I, I forgot to mention, uh, Kick Ranger has probably some of the best uh, mech battles I've ever seen in Sentai, ever. 
Which is unfortunate because I have the unpopular opinion of thinking mech battles in Sentai are usually fucking boring. They usually are. They're usually not particularly interesting. And it's great because they were so fun in this show. It helps that unlike, you know, usual where they're te- they tend to be really slow and just kind of uh, basic fights. The you know, the you have deck the Gekito Uja does a lot of the same kind of high flying kicks and flips and, you know, kung fu shit that uh, the Rangers do. So it it helps makes the fight more in- fights more interesting. It also helps that, you know, the fights have a literal ringside announcer who goes over the... Which is great. <laughs> Bai Bi- Bi is a great character where he's he's just, like, he exists only to narrate the giant uh, mech battles. And he's so fun because everybody just kind of, like, doesn't care about him. Like, he's... They don't even know... They barely don't even... They barely they, notice him. The, the Geki Rangers don't even know he exists until he meets them. And the other sages thinks he's evil because he's hanging around with Melee all the time. Uh, now, she just ate him, that's it. Yeah, his, his whole story is that, oh, well, she ate me before she died. And then when, when I got... When she got revived, I got revived too. So I, I kind of have to <laughs> hang out with her all day. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's such a hilarious concept. And then they, everybody doesn't care about him because they all thought he was evil. Well, let's not forget, Jay, the one time he narrated over a person versus werewolf fight, which is, it was interesting. Yeah. I like the idea of having an actual ringside announcer. It was actually really cool. It was really cool, and it was um, one of the things that really made the uh, the mech fights interesting. Is you know We, we get the play-by-play like it's a real fight. It's great. It was cool. Okay, so... And, and and so I could so I can like explain myself real quick because I know there's gonna be somebody out there who gets mad about it. I just think the tradition of having a cent a, a giant mech battle at the end of every single fucking episode is boring as tits. It just is. See, that's the thing is so, that even like back in the earlier days, like you know, not necessarily like early early days, but even up until like G-Ranger they didn't have them in every single episode sometimes they wouldn't have the mech fight sometimes they would sometimes they wouldn't but now it's you know well we need to sell toys so it needs to be in every single episode and it's usually there see there, there were a couple of times where like the, the mech fight either didn't end the show or there wasn't a mech fight at all which was really which was really caught me off guard I was like oh shit there's no mech fight this week okay right. yeah I'm in. Uh, yeah, and I really liked those episodes too because you, you, it, it, they were a little bit different, so it's you know a little fun. Um, but, but it's because it, it's because I think I liked them more because it felt like they weren't constantly being told by Toei. Uh, yeah, you gotta put that in there. Yeah, you gotta put that in there. See, I think I think the big problem too is that as the as the mechs start to get more and more toyetic and more and more like flashy, and we got all this bits, and we you know, we got the gimmicks, we got to swap it out with this thing, we got eight bazillion other like side mechs it's uh, the suits become more elaborate and thus there's less that you can do with it so they're just not that interesting yeah yeah basically like i said i i like i like the idea of i like the idea of the ringside announcer i like the idea that they're being taught as actual like being told as actual like fight fight they're not just giant mechs i like i even like the idea that the mechs aren't even really mechs they're spirits they're just their spirits formed into what looks like a mech i guess it's conveniently looks like a mech yeah except it's... for fucking geki choppers which what the fuck is that sidine <laughs> which is like a giant rhino tank that turned it, that turned into a knight 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. If you, uh, yeah, I, that's that, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why is look, he at night? Look, half the time the guys who write and make the suits and everything have nothing to do with the show. All right, so the, <laughs> I I know it's just it just caught me off guard. Where I was just like, why the fuck is there a night in this in this show about kung fu monks? I don't. But know. all right, but all right, okay, but okay. So let's get to the ending. So the ending is basically. Long has revealed himself to be the one who killed John's parents. Uh, no, not John's parents. John's mom. Well, well, because John technically he killed his dad, and his dad is uh, Kenji motherfucking Oba, uh, who unfortunately does not get to do anything at all of significance in this show, which is a shame. He gets to play a he gets to play a leaf. He does. He he gets to be a villain who doesn't say anything at all for his entire screen time, but. You know, he's there, so the you know, that's that's bonus points. Yeah, but okay, so basically what happened, just to cut you off the speed, is John had a daddy, daddy died, John thought Leo's the one who killed him. Turns out it wasn't, it was this blonde motherfucker who killed his daddy, killed his mama, and then apparently he killed he also killed Leo's mom and dad, because why the fuck not? And, and this was all because this is all just to make Leo the god of destruction for why? Well, the reason why is, and his entire motivation is, I'm immortal and I'm bored as shit, so I want to kill all the humans and destroy the world because that's going to be entertaining. All right, and, yeah, that's fine. Right, you know what? As a as a stock like immortal villain kind of plan, that's fine. You know, immortality's boring, so you know. Eventually, you got to do more and more deranged shit to keep yourself sane. So, you know, blow up the world. That's fine. Why not? You do you, bud. You do you. Uh, Of course, it's one of those plans where, you know, obviously the next question is going to be, and then what? Where, okay, cool. You've wiped out all of humanity and you've blown up the earth. What the fuck are you going to do now? You're going to just go somewhere else and blow up that planet? Shut up, Jay. Uh, Don't worry about it. Shut up. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Look, cool. you know what? I'm not. I'm not going to question it because it's fine. You know, whatever. <laughs> I don't. I don't question immortals. Jay, they lived long, earlier than me. So whatever. Yeah. yeah. So uh, he, Leo, and the heroes spoil his plan, and he's like, "Well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna kill you all myself. Give fuck this." Um, Leo and Melee die. Uh, they they give which kind of surprised me. Melee's death was super surprising because just how like abrupt and almost like visceral it was because like yeah right like legitimately (laughs) long turns into this giant you know king Ghidorah looking motherfucker picks picks her up in one of his mouths and you just crunches you just hear this audible crunch noise and she just like stops moving and drops to the ground it's yeah it's like okay legit legit when i when i first watched the episode i was kind of just like looking at my phone just like Eh, whatever, it's boring villain fight. Everyone's gonna win a happy life. And you just hear the... And I'm like, oh, fuck! What the shit? <laughs> what the fuck happened? And you just see her dead. I'm like, oh! I was kind of oh, surprised. I didn't okay. think she was actually going to die. I, dude, legitimately, I thought both she and uh, Leia were gonna ha- live happily ever after. They're gonna go off to the mountain or something. See, see that's the thing. I, again, I already knew that Leo and Melee were gonna turn good and then die. Because, again, even if I had never heard about that part at the very least, it's that's standard kind of kung fu action series. Standard, you know, Sentai fare where 
the villain who turns good is going to die no matter what, unless they become a ranger. And even then, that's only going to happen if it isn't the last couple of episodes. So I already knew that they were going to die. But it's just... Melee's death especially the way they did is so it. abrupt. It's so weird. I'm not going to lie. I kind of liked it because it did kind of feel... And I know people are going are gonna to laugh at this. It kind of felt grounded in some kind of realism where it's like... <laughs> Like, oh yeah. yeah, the the giant dragon man eating the giant fucking chameleon lady was very grounded <laughs> in reality, dude. Look, have you never seen this happen in the wild, Jay? I have only once before, but that was a long story, and I don't want to get into it. <laughs> but look, I just know, like, just the way it felt, it felt like, all right, this this is like a normal flow of the fight where the heroes don't have plot armor, where it's just like they can just die. And I kind of liked it. I was like, yeah, she not only died, but she died fucking terribly. And I'm just like, I guess she was, oh, that, well, hey, she was literally squashed like a bug. She had a better death than Leo, who has the generic stock, big bad final sacrifice after turning good that ultimately is pointless death, which, again, it's not that it's bad, it's just, it's pretty standard. I've after seen- you have her dying like that, you can't really go back. Yeah. Like, after her dying like that, having Leo die that way, it was just like, okay, I guess. It was like, all right, well, I mean, sure. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Anyways, uh, it does nothing. Uh, The Gekka Rangers conveniently enter a weird, like, astral projection dream spirit world and learn all this cool super evil techniques from the villains, uh for some <laughs> in like three seconds yeah they, they learn it all in like three seconds and they use a move that uh that one of the big bads had used on um the sages earlier in the show to steal long up and now he's a shitty little plastic ball you know in the end that's basically it yeah and then they play pool with his corpse they they literally use his his prison his little evil prison as a fucking cool ball it's great I, I fucking love the fact that you're just playing around with the villain's corpse. <laughs> like, wow, okay. I mean, what the hell is he gonna do, right? Is you he... Exactly, what the fuck are you doing? You just you're dead. You're dead. <laughs> you can't do shit. He's not he's not dead. He's just oh I'm locked away in the prison and whatever and I'll wake up someday maybe or whatever and it, it, he does for like ten seconds in the, the crossover movie because of course he has to and that's about it. And then he goes immediately right back in, and it's never mentioned again. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's a crossover movie, guys. It's not canon. Look, Jay, what I learned about this show, what I learned is that it's about family. <laughs> I knew you were going to fucking say that, because we have to say that every first, episode at this point. It's 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 our first one of the, of the, se- of the season, and it's the fucking truest one because this show is literally about family you know what that's fair (laughs) it's literally all about fucking family but i guess that's just sentai but okay so oh overall okay and and i guess i'll start final thoughts this time around because it's let's be different why not yeah i i i i'm conflicted with the way I, i i would look at this show because on one hand, it has a lot of great ideas, a lot of fun time, a lot of really interesting ideas, a lot of interesting 
executions for certain concepts. I love kung fu movies. I love the music, which is really fucking good. I love the suits. I love the fights. I love the action. I love so fucking much about this show that it really pisses me off that I felt so damn bored. And it was so annoying because I thought to myself, I should love this show. I should be elated to be watching this show. I should be like, fuck yeah, this show is the motherfucking ass. But I just sat there just like, uh, yeah, okay, whatever. And I shouldn't, if at a certain point of your show, I start thinking, oh, I forgot I was watching this. You've kind of fucked up with your pacing. And I think that's what kind of keeps Skeki Ranger from an okay show to a really good show. Because if, if they if they punched out the tweaks, if they punched out the little dents in the pacing and made the plot a bit more, I guess fleshed it out a bit more, gave it a bit more beef, I think we would have a fucking amazing show in our hands. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I think that's really kind of the same thing. Again, not to just repeat what you said for the nine billionth time because we... We have the same opinions, but it's, I really wanted to like this show. You know, I'd heard so many good things about it. And I was like, oh, well, this show must be good, even though nobody talks about it. And now I kind of know why. Yeah, somebody said it was the Blade of Sentai. Yeah, <laughs> some, some motherfucker whose name I am not going to refer to because he knows who he is. And oh he, he should feel bad. Spent the entire fucking time since the second we posted that the fact that we're going to do this show the entire time we were watching it uh, oh go Geki Ranger is the greatest of all time it's the it's the blade of Sentai it's so good you guys are going to love it you fucking bitch no first of all the second you said it's going to be the blade of Sentai I knew I was going to be disappointed in the show because nobody Nobody says shit like that and doesn't back it up. So go eat shit. Any- <laughs> Anyways. We love you, Rabbit. We swear. <laughs> I don't. Fuck you. You made, you made me fucking... I don't remember what you put on the wheel, but you made me watch something awful once, and I hate you. I, th- I think he was the one who either made us watch Devilman or... No, I made us watch Devilman. I forgot I made us watch Devil Man. I felt bad. I was like, "Watch something." I know he made us watch something that was garbage. I don't know. I hate him either way for it. Um, (laughs) No, (laughs) what the fuck was the point I was trying to make? Is that everything I'd heard about the show, everything I knew about it going into it, which admittedly wasn't much, and I'm gonna say that's the one thing I liked about the fact that nobody talks about this show is that I didn't already know every single plot twist and every single character arc and story going into it so i can be relatively you know surprised when things happen um it's just it's here's the best way to put it i've seen this all before i you know much like aj oh, i yeah. love i love you know kung fu movies i love these kinds of uh wuxia type movies it's kind of action you know i like sentai i like all this shit a lot of this show is just the very same archetypes, the very same tropes and all this stuff that's used in all these types of shows. And there's not enough new done with them to make it interesting. It's not that I no. think the show is bad. There's definitely enjoyable moments. I loved the fights. I loved most of the cast. 
again, it's not like most of them are bad. It's just the the ones who are just kind of stock characters are fine at best. It's it's just fine. It's good. I liked it. It's just it's not like anything really that special if you've ever seen like one or two. If you've ever seen like a fucking Bruce Lee movie in your life, you've probably already seen half the tropes and like arcs in this show. It's, you probably already know who lives and who dies by like the first five minutes. Right. And that's, that, well, obviously now that you've watched this and listened to us, it's, you know, you already know that anyways, but the, that's really, I'll say it, I'll yeah. say it like this. If you're, if you watch this show and you, if you watch a show and you can tell yourself what every single twist and turn is, and that's still, and it makes it boring to you. Then it's not a good show because I can watch a lot of stuff and that I know what the twists and turns are. That's that's very obvious. But at the same time, I mean, shit, we watch fucking writer. But like, I, no, I, I was gonna, I was gonna make off. that comparison. It's not like Wizard, where the plot twists are so blatantly obvious that you'd have to be actually subhuman in order to not pick up on them. <laughs> and the fact that they are so obvious, and the fact that there is nothing else in the show, is just boring. Here, it's just. It just plays all these kinds of archetypes and tropes exactly the same way as anything else in the genre has. So it's you already kind of know where it's going to go, and it's yeah, and you can do archetypes, but it's just it's nothing special. And that's what I was going to say. You can do archetypes and stereotypes, and you can do it in a way that's interesting and fun still. Yeah, but this this one again, you get what you you. I wouldn't say you get what you paid for. You're getting... You get what you illegally ex- downloaded. Um. <laughs> I, you know what? I'll, I'll say it like this. You you went in, you went into a restaurant for a steak, and you're going to get a steak, but nothing else. That, that's about it. it it's it, not, it's it not might, a great steak. It, it, yeah. Steak. It's not like chain restaurant steak, but it's like low-class steakhouse steak. You know, it's, it's fine. You know, it's not the worst steak you've ever had in your life, but you've had probably a billion steaks like it already. You, you, you've probably felt a couple of worms wiggling in there, but that's that's fine. You know, maybe, maybe not. You know, that's those are the steak worms. You know, <laughs> you just got to deal with those. <laughs> you got to deal with them. That's, what, what, that's you, the steak we can you, afford. You guys don't have steak worms. Is that is that just a thing I have? Is that weird? All right, All right. it's true. We I, I live in Texas, not Boston. <laughs> that's Whatever. True. Uh, we we actually like you get re- care you get, about okay. our steaks. <laughs> Well, hey, I can't. Anyways, do you? But yeah, keeping that analogy, it's if you've ever been to like a non-chain restaurant, but like not a really fancy restaurant, and had the same thing you've had a billion times before, you already know what you're gonna get. It's not bad. It's good. It's serviceable, but it's it's nothing exciting. And you know, you'll you might have heard somebody say, "Oh, this was the best thing I've had in my life," and it's you don't see the hype. I don't see the hype in this show. It's fine. It's just good. It's, it's like five guys. It's it's all right, but white people like it too much. Well, <laughs> I do like me some five guys, but oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, oh, I just I slid, I had to slide that in there somehow. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, you know. With that being said, though, with that being said, though, we have to just have to spin the wheel for the first time 
this year. Well, so let's hope we don't get some shit. Yeah, uh, that's that's the one thing I can say is that at the very least I can hope for is that the next thing that we have to watch is something. Sure, you agree. Uh, I was gonna say the next thing I hope we have to watch is something I hope is at least a little bit more. I would hate enjoyable. myself. And I then, would, I would hate you know what? Die. I I'm already expecting the fact that we're gonna get something fucking garbage. Oh man, don't don't jinx it. I, I'm really hoping not. You I, know, it, either we don't get either we get something garbage or something without subs that I have to just fucking spin it again. Probably. Uh, and we get or whatever. Uh, okay, so we're going back just for one for one week. Actually, mm, I'll ask you right now when I post it. So we're going back to Ultra Man this oh, next week. We're gonna right. do Ginga. Should we do Ginga and Ginga S? Because they're both the uh, if I remember correctly, Ginga's only like twelve episodes. Let me double check here. Uh, yeah it is. Uh well yeah if it's if it's so short, I think we should probably just do both at the same time. Uh Okay. I mean, It'd be interesting because maybe there maybe there's difference. Well I have heard Ginga S is a little bit better. Um, obviously I haven't really seen, I've saw like one episode of each, so that's about it. Well, Hey, it's going to be my second Ultraman show. Let's hope it's a little bit more fun than when I was just ripping on fucking Nexus. <laughs> mm. So with that being said, thank you guys for listening on the first episode of five year anniversary bullshit. We're on the road to five years, basically. Ooh. So, with that being said, guys, if you like what you hear, please decide to follow us on the Podbeans. If you like to talk to us, please decide to join us on the Discords down below. As always, I'm AJ, that's Jay. Good night. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.